Hi, Steamies. Happy Wednesday. We have a surprise episode today featuring questions from the audience. Now, if you don't already know, every single time I feature a guest, I do put out a request on LinkedIn asking if you would like to pose a question to the guest. And time permitting, we do insert those questions into the interview as well. So for our most recent guest, Peter Young, aka Mr. Money, aka one of Southeast Asia's most successful seven-figure personal finance YouTuber, has answered quite a few questions from all of you, which includes, by the way, questions from every single member of his own staff and two co-founders. I hope you enjoy. If you haven't done so already, please listen to part one and part two of episode 122 with Peter Young, where he shares his story growing up with a gangster for a father who asked him to clean his gun when he was five, how he grew up knowing that he was a replacement for his older brother who tragically passed away, how he gave up a 250000 very lucrative career, sold his BMW to go all into this world of YouTube and so much more. So are you ready? Let's go. So next part, I have collected a lot of questions from you. Oh, from, still a question? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. From you other, got a lot of work to edit, man. Other after this. people. <laughs> okay, let me play this first. Well, you're going to have you. a lot of hard time editing <laughs> this. Here you go. Hey, Mr. Money, how much should my net worth be if I'd like to retire in Malaysia? ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. 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 <laughs> okay, this kind of question, right? Usually it's very hard to answer because mm. we do not know what's their age. We do not know mm. how long do they have she before retirement. young. She's <coughs> female. Yeah. And the more important thing about retirement is lifestyle. Yeah. So if you live a life that requires 100,000 a year, then, then it's going to be difficult, right? Yeah. But I would say a standard based on today, yeah, if you have no commitment or nothing, estimated if your monthly commitment is only about like 5,000 ringgit, you basically need about 60,000 ringgit a year to live on. And 60,000 will equal to a 6% of 1 million ringgit. And 6% is a doable amount for retirement. So for example, ASB or even EPF is about 5 plus percent. You plus a combination of a little bit of stock, you probably get about 6 to 7%. So it means that you will need to have 1 million ringgit, then you get about 6 to 7%, then you can retire comfortably here. Mm. That is provided your lifestyle is 60,000 a year. Mm. So if yours is 100,000, then you need 10 million. So there we go. Next question. You will recognize him. Hey, Mr. Money. I'm Joe. I'm a big fan of what you do. So thank you very much for all the content you create around financial independence. My question for you is this. When you decided to take on a life of entrepreneurship, you took some big risks and decided to take the plunge, quit your job, sold your car and went all in. What was that feeling like? And could you describe it to us as to your thought process behind the scenes? First part. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe Lee. <laughs> yes. So looking back, it was very scary. Yeah. yeah. I would like to say that if you have children and your wife, please try not to do it. But I just realized that, yeah, I've been doing it with my wife and kid. Yes. So the feeling is very scary. You're very afraid that you'll be disappointing the people around you if you fail you're putting a lot at stake. It is very, very stressful. Mm -hmm. So my advice, if you don't think you're mentally ready for it, don't do it. If you're ready for it and you do it, make sure you give every ounce of your strength into it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, I'd love to know what your advice would be for the younger people in the similar situation, looking to take the plunge, not quite sure whether they want a life of entrepreneurship, but what would you say to them? Thanks a lot. I would say for the younger people, I think the easiest is just start with a side hustle. Yeah. Start with a side hustle that you enjoy. Mm. And yes, it means that, like I said earlier, if you don't think you have time for side hustle, you likely have no time for running a business. If you end up running a side hustle and you have your morning job and you know you just do all the way until late night, like what you did, right? Yeah. And you still love it. Yeah. Then it's inexplicable. You can't explain why. You suddenly you're like, wait, I've been doing two AMs for the past three years. Yes, yes. Yeah. If you still enjoy it, then great. Maybe it's the right thing for you. So my advice is don't plunge into anything so fast. Try it as a side hustle. Try it for three months, try it for six months. If it works, people around you will also tell you that, hey, something different about you. Like when I started this, in six months time or about a year time, actually what happened was that my wife one day just told me like, yeah, things are tougher now, but I can see that you're a lot more happier. And and that moment you knew that like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think I've got into the right thing. <laughs> Here's another person with a question. Hi, Mr. Peter. I'm Hari Zamrin from House Berhad. I just want to ask, did you ever receive any extreme threats when you were exposing financial scams? Thank you. <laughs> now, we have not received any extreme threats, but at one point, we talked about some wage gap issue and we got a legal letter. Oh. <laughs> we got a legal letter because... The example that we used was... yeah. You named a specific... I thing. named an example, which was everywhere in the news at the point. And, yeah. I, and he made sure that he sent everyone that... <laughs> yeah, in fact, right now he has a court case going on and it's pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah, so, but we decided to just let that go because it's not worth for us to fight for it. So yes, when exposing names of big names, you may want to be a little bit more careful. Mm. Yeah, you can speak to Lingya, who will probably <laughs> understand a lot more about the legal specifications of Just it. Just don't say anything. <laughs> you might win, you might be in the right, but the cost is really high. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's one. Hello. Hello. Do you have any questions for your business partner, Mo? Can you explain to the audience about your tattoo story? Like all the tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. So I have a bunch of tattoos. So One, you have to two, watch the YouTube video. Three, to four, see. five, <laughs> six, seven, seven, eight. Yeah, so I got my first tattoo on my ankle. It was a Chinese word. It means grateful, it also means grace. Un. Yeah, so it can be used as grateful, it can be used as grace. And that was how I felt at the moment. I felt grateful about things. Or I chose to be grateful. I would say it was actually a bad time, but I told myself, you know what? Choose to be grateful. Mm. And I decided to do that. Yeah. And the next thing I did is I tattooed a wave around it because I wanted to remind myself that you don't only become grateful when things are good, but when things are bad, when there's hard waves. And so that was the meaning of that. Subsequently, I tattooed this boxer, yeah. this fighter on my arm. I, I have this thing for old school tattoos and so the idea of this was you keep fighting and you don't give up and that's why I told the guy that make sure you put some bruises on him is the idea that life will hit you down but you just keep getting up and fight you only lose when you don't get up that's the only time you lose so that was there and subsequently I tattooed the tiger and this 
lighthouse. So if you notice, this middle section, this upper arm, it's all land things. We live on the land. Tiger is the alpha, mm -hmm. alpha animal of the land. The lighthouse is a guiding light on the land. Mm -hmm. That guides both sea and on land as well. Like. You know yeah. where's the beach, like, right? Now, down my forearm and the back arm here. Here will be where the sea element is. Mm. Yeah, so you notice that there's an anchor and there's a, a compass. Yes. Yeah. Again, it gives you stability and gives you direction. Mm. Right? So when you have a direction, you're also stable at the same time because you know where you're headed to. Then there's a word here, Psalm 139, verse 8. So mm. this is one of my favorite verse in the Bible, right? And here will be the ship. Mm. And on this ship here, again, is the alpha thing in the ship, right? Yeah, as in, yala, is battleship. Oh. That's the idea. So you're supposed to keep sailing forward. Yeah. You keep going, you just keep going. And the last part is the eagle. Yeah, so the eagle is basically eagle, right? It is always flying. It's the alpha animal there. It watches things very closely. It is sharp. It strikes at the right time. It soars freely and sky is the limit. So that was the idea behind these few tattoos I have. you have any question for Peter? My question would be, how do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do I see myself in five years? I hope that <laughs> in five years, the company will be doing very, very well. <laughs> eight figures. <laughs> yeah, hopefully eight figures. Yeah. I get to spend more time with my family. Lah. That's the thing that I want. Peter, what's your greatest guilty pleasure? Oh man, that's a difficult one. Guilty pleasure. I think binging on TV series. They say a lot of rich businessmen have poor taste in food. For example, Warren Buffett and Donald Trump love McDonald's. So for you, Mr. Rich, Mr. Money, uh, what is your favorite food? Uh, <laughs> oh, for people who are listening, oh, your employees. This yeah. Is Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, what's my favorite food? Uh? I have to say probably <laughs> pakote. <laughs> okay, and this is Matt. We talked about Matt. Will Mr. Money TV become MNC? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully we become regional players, huh? Final question from Maxine. Why every time you have to cough so loud and then you every time cough or you give me heart attack when you your cough? Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> la. I need to see doctor for that. <laughs> and that was the end of this very special questions from the audience. If you didn't already know, we also have a weekly steamy newsletter, which I am kickstarting. And with this newsletter, you get more of the behind the scenes of what it takes to run this podcast. And also what I'm doing in my year of yes, because I've left law after 10 years to go on adventure, to see what is out there, to see what kind of work resonates with me, my lessons learned, and hopefully you too will find something interesting along the way, which would either inspire you at your work or to quit your job too. In any event, if you are interested in this newsletter, Please do sign up. Just go to the show notes at sothismawai.com forward slash 122 to subscribe. And see you this coming Sunday.